Welcome to Rooted and Robust Podcast. This is Rooted and Robust Podcast. My name is Ozioma Anyoji. And today we are dealing with something super amazing and interesting. Today we are looking at effective use of social media for business growth. All right, so if you want to know how you could grow your business on the internet, this is the episode to listen to. And on the show today, I have an expert in this space, really. So I have John with me today. He's going to tell us about himself and what he does, you know, before we get into the topic of the day. So welcome on the show today. Welcome, John. I'm so glad to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Zioma. I really, really appreciate the privilege to be on the show. Thank you so much for the invite. Thank you. Okay, so quickly, just tell us who you are, what you do, and let me, let's get into it already. Okay, so um, I'm, a, I'm a content marketer, and I run um, a digital agency, O3 Digitals. It's a digital creative agency that provides digital marketing services, particularly content marketing, social media management, email marketing services to clients you know, all across the world. I, I, I work I work a lot more with, you know, different brands and publications, especially in the cryptocurrency scene. So, um, you know, just the backstory to how I actually got into the crypto, the um, the marketing space. So I think that, that pretty much started in, when I was back in school. I attended yeah. Olapakamalo University. So I literally had interest in writing, in content writing, and I started writing and then people took interest in what I was in. I was like, yeah, you're a good writer. And then that was pretty much how I was able to like monetize. And, um, you know, the internet is a safe space mm-hmm. for a lot of business owners to come into to monetize. And that's pretty much what we'll be talking about in today's show, effective use of social media for business growth. So if you're a business owner, I wanted to listen attentively to everything we'll be talking about today in today's podcast. The, in, the, the internet is there for you to monetize and, you know, get your audience and make sales and get awareness. Honestly, there are a lot of opportunities to learn. Over to you, Zuma. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. Okay, so we're going to get into it already. So first of all, I want you to just take it on from here. How do we effectively use the internet space as business owners, as people who are willing to monetize? Where do we start from? How do we scale or what's what's the starting point really? So let's just get it on. Okay, so thank you. So I think I'll just move on to my notes. Yeah. So um the first the first thing to see is this from the topic itself. I think I pretty much like to divide and you know understand and make people understand from the topic itself. It says effective use of social media <laughs> for business growth, right? So now so what is social media? I think just to give uh, a backstory to what social media is, because many people might not really understand what social media is, but I guess maybe people will but just a little back to in 30 seconds so social media is you know it's more or less like a digital platform or like a digital atmosphere where a lot of people gather that provides opportunity for businesses mm-hmm. and brands to build audience from right and um, that, that dates back to the advent of the internet but yeah. leaving the whole tech story and backstory behind the advent of the internet so we have social media platforms we have a lot of them Right, the popular ones we have, we have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, right? Yeah. We have, you know, we have a lot of platforms. So I'm, I'm going to narrow down to major of this platform. So as a business owner, what's the first thing that you know you really need to know before getting into social media? The first thing that you really need to just get yourself settled is the fact that 
people are on the internet. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? That's the first thing you really need to understand. People are on the internet. And then if people are on the internet, it means that you can be able to sell. Well, on the days where you have, you know, people putting on signboards, people doing radio ads, people doing TV ads, the internet is the traffic of this day. Mm-hmm. That is the truth. The internet is the traffic of this day that people need to realize. Before now, you all you had to do was probably put up a signpost in a particular location, and then you hope you hope that as much people that pass there daily, they see your signpost, and then they're able to get you and they're able to patronize your physical location or your physical office. Yes. But today, with the internet, you're able to have clients and customers across the globe. What the internet brings, what social media brings for a lot of business owners is the fact that your business becomes borderless. It can be in Nigeria offering services or selling products to people in the United States of America. Yeah. All right. That's that's one thing. Now, just to do a, 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 a bit by bit comparison of both. Now, we talked about traditional marketing where people use flyers and, you know, like you put a signpost in front of your physical office and social media. Now, according to statistics, we find that Facebook actually has roughly about 2.89 billion monthly users. Oh. What are we saying? 2.89 billion users. Now, that's all across the globe. Now, the global population is 7 billion. So what this tells us is that we have in a centralized location, not across different distances that, okay, maybe I'm here now. I need to have to travel from here to US to be able to advertise my product to somebody there. No, but with a medium called Facebook, I can be able to advertise my product across different places, right? Yeah. So that's to show, that's to show you that with, with Facebook marketing, with Twitter marketing, with Instagram marketing, with many of these platforms, right? You're able to have a wide range of audience. Yeah. That's the first thing you need to realize that the audience is there. Now, there are a lot of businesses that can actually you know, that can actually uh, scale on the internet. And I'm going to mention a couple of them. Now, probably you're an addresser, right? Probably you're an addresser. Before now, what addressers do, I'm just, I'm just bringing it down. I don't know. I can, yes. I can give yes. a lot. Yes, I'm just bringing it down to local businesses now. Now, probably you're an addresser. And then before now, all you had to do was probably put up a signpost in front of your um, in front of your office. Now, yes. Okay, yes, we, we, we have... Um, you know, we, we do, we style here in this place and then you need to come here. But now with the advent of the internet, you can be in your house and advertise that, okay, yes, I'm a stylist, I'm a hair stylist. And then somebody on the highlands sees your work and is like, come home, come and give me home service. Now, you didn't have to take your flyer to Leti mm-hmm. in Lagos. Yes. You didn't have to take your flyer to Abuja, but the person was just on his phone and then probably it was just an organic post you posted on your feed probably your Instagram feed, probably your Facebook feed, mm-hmm. and it says the post, or probably a sponsored post. And then it's like, wow, I like this service. And then it calls you up to deliver it. So that's the first thing. So there's a big audience. That's one. Number two is the fact that you need to realize that um, this audience actually have different interests. You know, just like we have in, in, in the normal environment where people have different interests, people have different things they really want to get, mm-hmm. right? But with the internet, you're, you're, really, you're, you're able to readily target people according to what exactly they want to buy now the internet actually works in such a way that you know people people come online they see things like accept cookies they see things like accept cookies and then accept cookies what they they don't know really that what these things does is that it helps these data platforms such as facebook to be able to track user activity Mm -hmm. as a human being we have different interests probably you're pressing your phone and then you're typing out 
what is the what is the price of the new iPhone 13? And then the platform takes that into account. And then the next time you can get onto Facebook, or you get onto Instagram, or you get onto Twitter, the next sponsored ad you would see is what is by the new oh. iPhone 13 <laughs> at this point. So yeah. that, that that's something, right? So it's able to like help you put yourself in front of people that actually are interested in your products. True. So there's accuracy and there's precision with social media as regards to business goals. Mm-hmm. Unlike in traditional marketing where you can be in a, you can be in an environment, situated in a place, put your sign, your signpost is out there, and then people who are passing all through seeing that signpost, they are not readily interested in your service and then you make zero sales. But with social media, you're able to readily target people who are interested in your particular work. Mm-hmm. That's something. So there's accurate data reporting. You're able to connect with people who are much more interested in what you do with social media. Do you understand? So as I said, I said I was going to focus on the three main platforms. I said Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, I would have mentioned LinkedIn, but the reason why I didn't mention LinkedIn is because LinkedIn is actually a marketplace mostly for B2B marketers mm-hmm. what by b2b marketers business to business marketers it's not really a place where you have local um, local stores or, um, or, or or businesses that are actually selling to consumers it's a place where you have businesses advertising to businesses probably for deals probably for partnerships or for, yeah. or for you know or for or for a joint deal together right but for a business that actually needs to make more sales in terms of like units you need a bigger broader platform such as facebook now with facebook what you can easily do probably you're on facebook and then you have a personal page you can easily you can easily open a facebook page right you can brand it all up with a profile picture you can brand it with the right keywords using the description box you mm-hmm. can brand it with the use with the correct use of hashtags right you can brand with correct use of hashtags now look at it now, this is social media. We find that in just less than two years, there's this Italian guy who does this sign. I know we're on a podcast, so you might not really be able to see my sign, right? There's this guy, Kabi. He does signs like yeah. this. He's a TikToker. Yeah. And then in less than two years, he was able to garner followers and able to increase his network to more than $2 million network. Why? Because he was doing something that people were really interested in and he was able to brand himself all up with that. So what are the things you need to do? Now, that, that brings us to the next thing. What you need to do is what are the things you need to do as a business owner, number one, branding. Yeah. I'm going to repeat that again. Number one is what? Number one is branding. branding. So branding. So what's the what's the first step of branding you need to do? Now, the first step of branding you need to know is what? Who exactly are you? What exactly do you represent? Right? Mm-hmm. And then what does your audience want? I'm going to repeat that again. Who are you? Yeah. I'm talking about not you as a person. I'm talking about you as a business. Yeah. Now, what is this business? What does this business represent? Now, what does the audience want from this business? Okay. You know, that's the way you can find a balance. So if you're a business, probably let's say, um, let's, let, let, let's, let's say you're, you're a gadget business, right? So what you do is what you sell gadgets. Okay. Now, what, what are you selling to people? You're selling them comfort with their phones, have comfort and be able to chat with people all over the world. They come with their um, headphones and airports, be able to listen to music effectively. You're selling a service to them. You're selling a product to them. Now, what exactly would these people want to see from you? They wouldn't want to come to your page, right? And then they're seeing you posting about football. Mm-hmm. If you're selling tech gadgets, what they want to be able to readily see you post is what? They want to see consistency in your post in terms of what? 
in terms of gadgets. Yeah. So as a business owner, the first thing, as I said, is branding. You understand? So what you offer must also tally with what your audience wants to see. Mm-hmm. And there must be consistency all along the way. It's not that you post football today, tomorrow you post food, next tomorrow you now post a phone. Gadget. No. <laughs> You don't you don't mix it. The branding must be consistent. Now there's there's what we call in, in strategy, there's what we call tone, you know, like brand tone, you know, like how exactly do you communicate with your audience? Now you can communicate with your audience in a humorous manner, but you don't necessarily have to go outside of your niche to create a content filled with humor. Mm-hmm. You can still within the same niche, right? Make a make a content that is humorous enough for the the audience to listen to and then for them to see that, okay yes this is actually what this person is talking about you don't necessarily as a tech enthusiast or as a, or as a gadget seller go outside of your way and then post food to what end does the food achieve does it does it send them back to where you want to make them see which is the food no it doesn't mm-hmm. what this is the food right so you need to be able to readily brand yourself around it around what you do so now that brings us to um, next next point as, as I said I first talked about branding yeah so the branding must be consistent that's one number two there must be quality content I don't know going back I talked about branding I think I didn't really mention this now I talked about profile picture so as a as, as a business sure your page is actually well optimized mm-hmm. right it's actually well optimized like you have a good profile picture don't just use any kind of profile picture i remember back in 20, 2019 uh, my mentor we took we were at a conference and then we took a picture and then the photographer took that picture it, it was in a good environment the setting at the back was good he was putting on a suit and he was wearing on a very quality shoe and then he took a picture and when he posted that picture with a very nice caption on facebook that day believe you me according to what he told me he said they made sales of one million naira plus that same day why the way he branded himself with that picture right mm-hmm. and then they posted it that is one thing these are things that actually like you know influence customer decisions right mm-hmm. a customer probably wants to buy a phone right and then he's seen the phone in a shabby you know or in a very in a state that is not even good to see yeah. you take quality photos of the phone your page should you know should be colorful they should be able to see opinion and say, wow, this page is good. This person has, knows how to brand this thing all up. Mm-hmm. Because the truth is this, in the world of business, customers, they buy what they feel. And what they feel is influenced by what they see. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. So probably if you don't if you don't take the picture of the phone you're selling, or you don't take a good content, probably a video or a reel of the of the of the product you're selling, right? It will not have a good impression in the mind of the buyer. So that's important in branding. So from your profile picture to your content, everything must be what must be geared up towards that. Next thing, quality content. Now, what am I saying about quality content? Now, with quality content, it means that you need to be readily able to create good content consistently. Listen, if you're just starting out the social media, I think this is going to be divided into two classes of business owners. If you're just starting out, or probably you've been there before now. Now, if you're just starting out, you don't need to come to social media and say, you're going to be posting once in a week. Listen, you need to be in people's faces every day with quality and quality and quality content, right? As a person with zero audience, the best way you can stand out at the beginning is number one, quality Mm -hmm. and consistency. Quality and consistency. Why? Because all others that have 
a ready audience or probably they've been able to grow their audience in the space even if they don't post every day they have their audience waiting for them yeah. but at that point you're still you still have any audience so you need to work more on what's on posting quality content and then be consistent at it Nas, yes, Nas Daily. Everybody who's listening to this, you can check out Nas Daily. Mm-hmm. Nas Daily is somebody who in 20, I think it was 2019 or 2020, he did videos all through the year. That was a goal he had. Mm. He did videos all through the year. There was no day he didn't record a video. There was no day, and he's one of the biggest video creators in yeah, the world right the now. World. True. They recently, they recently just launched NAS Academy, and that was about a couple of months ago. And NAS Academy received funding in millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it was able to grow that brand with was with quality content and consistency. So, as a brand owner, as you're starting at, uh, you need to go out there and then show your products to the world. You need to have a lot of quality content to go out each day. What exactly do you want to teach people? Teach people what they want to know and what is going to help them. The yeah. focus of a business owner shouldn't be on what you want to tell them, but on what they need to know and what they actually what actually going to motivate them to be able to buy what they what what you want to sell. Let me let me let me, let me put it into perspective. Now, people buy their wants, not necessarily their needs. Wow. So the goal of you as a business owner is to make people want what exactly you're selling, not necessarily because they need them. Have you observed that you know? You know, that, 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 that also goes to you, Oziyama. Like, you know, probably you're in a situation and then you see something and then you're like, I really don't need this thing, but I want it. I want it. And then you buy it. Yes. And you buy exactly what you want, not necessarily what you need. Mm-hmm. So because you want it at that point in time, you buy it. And then you go back and then you go back and then you don't really use that thing anymore. Yeah. Right? Why? Because you didn't need it in the first place. You just wanted it. Mm-hmm. So as a business owner, even though we're saying that, People buy what they want, not what they need. As a smart business owner, you need to be able to have a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Teach them what they want and also teach them what they need. Mm-hmm. And how do you do this? You can create, you can, yes, you can create quality content about what you do. For instance, as I said, I was giving an example with somebody who sells gadgets. You can create content around phones. Why do people need phones? Why do they need headphones? Why do they need um, laptops? Why do they need an iPad? Right? You can yeah. show them quality features of the iPhone. Okay, the iPhone has a good camera. As you can see, the camera is this. As you can see, it has a long battery life. That is exactly what you're selling. So creating quality content, you know, comes also with what with, with you also talking about features of what you're selling. Let people know the importance of what you're selling. How does it affect them? How does it benefit them? A customer is selfish. He only buys something or he or she only buys something when it benefits him or her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're trying to get what I'm saying. You, you can't force the money out of the customer's pocket. So the best way to get the money out of the customer's pocket is to make the person see how this thing benefits him or her, right? You make the person see it as a need. You understand? And then you can brand the package to make the person want it. You understand? Now, I'm going to use this instance to just to, to give this illustration. You know, when people talk, when, when you come online, when people talk about, um, you know, iPhones and Android, you know, there's this whole sort of classicism you yeah. know, that actually goes into it. And people will be like, yeah, you know, like iPhone is a premium, is a premium gadget. Mm-hmm. So, like Android is not a premium gadget. Now, what is that? That's to show you that they are putting a marketing angle to it, right? So, and then you find out that yearly, you find out that yearly, iPhone sales or Apple product sales are going up. Sure. Why is it going up? Because it's more or less like Apple has created this sort of community of people wanting more, people who want to feel among. 
Mm-hmm. So people don't just officially buy Apple because it has good features than Android. They want to belong to a class. They want to belong to a class. You understand what I'm trying to say now? So that's it. So that's an ang- so that's an angle where Apple brings in the wants part mm. for the consumer. The consumer needs the phone quite all right. That's a need. Yeah. You need the phone, okay, I need somebody I can call. I need the phone to be able to browse. I need the phone to be able to do this, right? But then we are like, okay, which one exactly should I buy? And then you're like, wow, I think I want this. Mm-hmm. Why? Because when I when I get out there, I'm probably a flash map for somebody to be like, wow, you're big, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that brings a marketing angle of wants, right? So that's what I'm saying about creating quality content. So your quality content should be able to give a good right mix Right of attending to customers' needs and customers' wants. Be able to brand up a marketing angle for your products that makes customer want it and makes customer need it. Now, so some people will go like, how do I find an audience on the internet? How do I find an audience on the internet? So I'm just gonna share, or I'm just gonna share how you can find an audience on the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let me share all of them all together. So I, you know, so I go. So Facebook number one, first thing, you can actually work on the Facebook page. Now, today, there's this comparison with Facebook page and Facebook profile. With the algorithm of Facebook, Facebook profiles are readily able to gain more traction than Facebook page. Okay. With the algorithm as it is at the moment, right? The algorithm at the moment actually positions posts from professional profiles to be able to gain more traction than posts from pages. Okay. So yeah. for you to be able to gain, and yes, so for you to, for you to be able to gain audience from posts on Facebook, it's always good i tell clients to be able to set up a particular portion or a budget for advertisement okay. for paid advertisement it helps you to be able to it helps you to be able to work to be able to grow a new audience and the truth is at the beginning you really need that audience and others of people are actually interested in what you have to do so probably you're sharing the post and then you want people to see it you can actually set up a budget probably like a daily budget of $10, $20, depending on how long the budget is, because you're starting at the beginning, mm-hmm. to build up an audience of people interested in that product, right? So you can just run out, run the ads. So people who are probably tech lovers, are phone lovers, they comment on the post, they like your page. So with liking your page, they see your, they see your content more consistently. So that's the first part, paid advertisements. Another part is probably before now, as a business owner, you had a personal page and you had family on the page there's a feature on the facebook page that actually allows you to be able to invite your friends from your personal profile to like your page mm-hmm. so with that you can be able to build an audience with that all right yeah. with that, you can be able to build an audience from your personal profile another next thing is to what i'm, I'm talking about facebook so i've, I've mentioned paid advertisement i've mentioned the invite feature from your personal profile mm-hmm. another thing is also is, is to join is to join groups related to what your teaching mm-hmm. there's yes there's there's a feature on facebook called groups and you can use the search feature on facebook to search for groups so as a tech lover you can just search for tech phones iphone community join those community now as you're sharing your content in your page you can reshare them to those pages so people who are interested mm-hmm. as you continue to engage more consistently right they love your content and then it becomes a personal tra- it becomes a traffic driver to your business page all right yeah that's one way to build audience on facebook now also you can work with hashtags hashtags is the hash hashtag so there are hashtags relating to different platforms right so probably you're so probably you're a tech lover probably you want to write a write the content on iphone 
Like I use the hashtag iPhone community, mm-hmm. iPhones, um, Apple, Apple AirPods, mm-hmm. Apple iPhones. You find a hashtag relating to what to that particular community and attach it, so that when somebody is probably searching for content on the platform using that hashtags, is able to help with your posts mm-hmm. awareness, right? So yeah. I thought about that once you're posting because on Facebook actually text um, text contents don't actually work a lot more than visual content. Mm-hmm. We're in an age where people we're in an age where people want to see, not people want to read. Yeah. People really want to see. People can watch videos. That's why Netflix is booming. Mm-hmm. People might not be able to readily go a long way to read a long blog post. But with watching a video and then this the video is confused with 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 storytelling, they can be able to relate to that particular content. Yeah. Right. So work well, work well with visuals. Now, next thing it brings me to Instagram. Next thing, as I said, I'm going to talk about each and every one of them one by one. Yeah. So it brings me to Instagram. So with so with Instagram, Instagram works works a lot well with hashtags. I think I'm going to start from there. Instagram works a lot well with hashtags. But before I go into that, ensure your Instagram page is well optimized. Mm-hmm. There's what we call keyword optimization. So if you're a tech business, right? If you're a tech, if you're a gadget store, mm-hmm. now ensure your profile is well optimized. From your from your from your username to your bio, right? Yeah. From your username to your bio, these are the things that actually influence you when you come up in searches. So for instance, let's say you know there's it's good to use a unique name. Probably there are brands that don't use words relating to their niche; mm-hmm. they just use a different name entirely. For instance, if you look at Apple, how does Apple relate to a phone? Yeah, it doesn't relate to a phone, right? Apple doesn't relate to a phone, so it's more or less like. A different word on its own that they were able to like capitalize on over time, and then they branded it into being what into being a phone brand. But if you're saying probably your Android tech store, what are you what are you doing? You're making people say, okay, yes, in this store, you're selling probably Android phones. Yeah. So your username on Instagram must be relating to your niche. Mm-hmm. It's always important. And even if it doesn't relate to it, like generally, it needs to have a keyword relating to it in there. Mm-hmm. Right, it needs to have a keyword relating to it in there. Right, it always helps with what with the search. So that's the first thing about the username. And the next thing is also about the about the description. In the edit profile button on your Instagram, there's the description. So in your description infuse keywords relating to what exactly you do and you sell. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Pro- probably you do phone maintenance, or probably you sell phone accessories. Right, or probably you sell iPods, you sell iPads, you sell headphones, you sell PCs, you sell MacBooks. Include those keywords in there. For instance, I think it was today. I wanted to. I think it was yesterday. I uh, was actually looking out for um, you know a spa around where I am. Like I wanted to. I wanted to just go to a spa. So I was searching on Instagram and I and I put in the word um, spa massage, and then the results that came out first were results. According to my location, mm-hmm. that's number one. Also, there were results that also add the keywords I inputted into the search, infused in their usernames and their description. So, if probably you're running, as I said, you're running the tech gadget store, don't just run a tech gadget store and now call it. Um, let me look at my word. I call it pineapple. Mm-hmm. What does pineapple means? But if you say, but if you probably say pineapple tech gadget store or pineapple apple phone store, mm-hmm. right? You have infused the keyword into that. So, as a small brand, because for a, for a brand like Apple, the reason they you know, they were able to like push the budget to be able to imprint the name yeah. in the minds of people that okay, Apple means a phone, not necessarily fruits. Yeah. 
yeah so if you don't if you don't really have like the budget to to imprint a name mm-hmm. in people's mind the best way to be able to the best way to be able to do that is to make use of free resources and then you know free options like you know infusing the right keywords into your username into your description and your location your location should be on your instagram profile don't just put your username and description alone mm-hmm. when somebody's in that location and the person searches the right keywords the algorithm shows people according to location it shows them according to, it shows them like nearest yeah like you know nearest around them right so these things actually influences the so the location keyword in username keyword in description also always remember to include a contact number or probably a contact option mm-hmm. and be available at all times next thing is also quality content on the page right as i said with facebook is progressing yeah. the same thing instagram deals with visuals you can't post the content on instagram without having visual content right. i said if you're creating content if you're, if you're creating content on instagram and it's visuals it's also best to do something for facebook and then there's a way that actually facebook and instagram works so mm-hmm. it's integrated with each other so you can post on facebook right and then the posts get shared to instagram yeah. and you can post on instagram and the posts get shared to facebook vice versa so you can actually have that such that your quality content that is actually moving on onto facebook is also going directly also onto what onto instagram okay. there's that same that synchronization that makes most platforms work together and then there's the hashtag you know there's the hashtag um research you know there's the hashtag research now i really wouldn't be i, would, I really wouldn't say okay this is the this is the perfect website you need to go to do hashtag research but there are a lot of um you know like platforms on there you can just go on google and, and type best hashtag research tool mm-hmm. hashtag research tool for instagram you will see different websites that actually gives you free options there are some that are paid there's some that are free when you probably probably you're, you're, you want to write a post on iphone you just type in like one of the keywords you want to use like hashtag iphone it gives you multiple options of number of keywords you should infuse into your post okay. on ig to be able to get much more awareness next next thing with twitter is engagement twitter yeah. is a blog twitter is a micro blogging site it's totally different from facebook instagram why am i saying this now even if you're saying you're using visuals on instagram and the dimension for pictures on instagram is not the same dimension for pictures on twitter yeah you understand so so, so there are a lot of differences between instagram and twitter there are a lot of differences between facebook and twitter mm-hmm. right but one thing is but one thing is certain quality content and consistent engagement mm-hmm. that, that also brings me back to facebook and instagram as i said i think i talked about on um, i said facebook and facebook and instagram on facebook i said engage people with your page so that you can uh-huh. drive traffic on, on from groups yes on instagram as well you can also comment on you know competitor pages i drop quality content of competitor pages or probably pages that actually have different audience you understand right you can comment on quality posts you know, like posts that actually talks about what you do the goal is to what is to drive traffic to what you do yeah. you understand what i'm trying to say now there's this now there's this thing called brand you know not, not necessarily brand wars now that was um you know a couple of weeks ago on you know on um what's it called now on on twitter right on twitter so there was this thing on twitter a couple of weeks ago and i think it was um i think it was i think maybe it was carry wise or one of those saving apps so they so they wrote a post right about saving your money right mm-hmm. they wrote a post about saving your money very funny post and then another fintech app that was really much more about you spending your money wrote a <laughs> counter post you understand <laughs> and 
Yes, and then you know, it started. So, what am I saying there? So, that's to let you see that the engagement actually brought traffic to what to that brand um, page. And then, when the ad, when the handler of that of that um, of that page posted the content, it posted the content in such a way that what it highlights the brand goals, mm-hmm. you understand, and it makes people realize, okay, yes, this is what we're doing for carry wise now. What did we save us? So, what did they post for you? They post to you that was okay, save your money this yeah. December. You understand that kind of thing, and then probably one that wants to spend a lot of your money, like a big. I, th- I think it was I can't remember maybe it was it was a big app. Mm-hmm. So a big app was more or less, I think because they actually have um, partnership with a lot of shows this December. So a big app was like no, instead of you to save the money, you spend the money. I really can't remember the whole scene. You spend the money on tickets on shows. You understand? Mm-hmm. So these are creative ways of engagement. So comments on credible pages comments on pages with a lot of audiences that's what you see influencers do the fact that you see a lot of celebrities under some people's comments does not necessarily mean they do not have things to do what are they trying to do they're trying to because more engagement means what means more audience because some someone someone will like your comments and would come to your profile mm-hmm. someone someone will, will enjoy what you said under that post and would come to your profile and see what you did that's how to watch that's how to grow right consistent engagements right so it could be celebrity posts it could be news platforms. It could be plats. It could be competitor pages, right? Mm-hmm. Those things, right? So, and then that's now. That, I just, I just, I just infused that back into Instagram. So I'm gonna go back to Twitter now. Sorry for the break. So back to Twitter. So with Twitter as well, you have to work with optimization. It's very, very important. Now with Twitter optimization, Twitter optimization actually works a lot more with what you post. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what you, not, not necessarily what your username is. Maybe you want to search something on Twitter. And then you want to search about iPhone. Now, when you go to now when you go to Twitter, what does it say? You can search iPhone, and then the search results for iPhone that you see, you would see the you see some profiles that actually has that user that has that keyword in their username mm-hmm. on top, right? But it doesn't really bring much information about that. But the remaining information you would see as are, are tweets, individual tweets yeah. that contains the word what iPhone. So that means that on Twitter. If you're if you're selling something or probably want to grow an audience with your business on Twitter, you need to be able to like readily use the keywords more. You need to be able to readily connect people who are typing your keyword. Now I'm gonna give an instance to this. I remember in 2019, I, I released my ebook, LinkedIn for Professionals. I'm trying to give an example of this so that you understand what I'm saying. Now in 2019, I released my ebook, LinkedIn for Professionals. And then I think it was one, there was one particular person who had um, I think she needed she needed somebody to explain some things to her about LinkedIn. You understand? It means that the person used the word LinkedIn, and then I searched for it, and then so, luckily for me also, somebody um, recommended my ebook mm-hmm. in that same comment section using the word LinkedIn. And believe you me, once I plugged my ebook there, that particular sub comment it wasn't an individual post; it was a sub comment. Yeah. Received the highest that received the highest number of link clicks. To wow. that ebook throughout the entire campaign organically. I think we received about you know that particular comment received about hundred plus link clicks. Why? Mm. Because people were people who were interested in that particular subject and then they were following that trade, right? Clicked on that. You understand? And then uh, this, this was the credible, you know, like response to this. Why? Because the keyword in there. I don't know if you try again. I'm trying to say now. Mm-hmm. So somebody's probably searching for you know probably somebody wants to buy iPhone. You know, a couple of days back. I was searching on, you know, searching on Twitter, and then I was searching for a particular brand of, um, I think it was a car, and then I was seeing posts that had the name, the brand car name, 
in there and many of them were relating to what were relating to auto shops mm-hmm. cool that's the way it should be right because they used the words they used the keyword of the particular exact model of the automobile I was looking for in the post you understand so that's that and then consistency on twitter and then also consistent engagement engage your people engage your people you see at the end of the day what actually makes a brand grow a lot more is engagement you are dealing with people not robots yeah. you understand especially 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 when you don't have as much money to spend on pr or paid advertisement you understand mm-hmm. but i advise people just to make things easy in the long run do paid advertisement I think mm-hmm. that covers everything because with paid advertisement you can just do a particular post and then the algorithm sends the post to people who are interested in yeah. that post. So what are the things you need to work on on that particular post? You work on the copy. That's the content. Now does the content highlight what the customer needs? Or does it put the person off? Mm-hmm. Or does it make or does it make the person interested more in the content? You understand? Yeah. So you work on the content, you work on the visual or probably the creative that you are adding to that particular um to that particular copy you understand and then the targeting options like okay are you targeting according to location maybe according to a particular state according to a particular country according to a particular age facebook gives enough insight into that same as twitter as well and instagram so with this you can also hire a social media manager i think i think that's that's the goal of scaling as a business owner doing less work and getting more results oh, true and that's what people need to see So as a business owner you're listening to this podcast do not shy of spending on advertisement do not shy on spending on ads so you look at the product you have been as a business owner and look at okay what does each platform offer and what are their strengths mm-hmm. Twitter's strength is in text Instagram strength is in what is in visuals mm-hmm. pictures videos right if your product or your service does not usually work on all of the platforms focus on the one that works for you. Mm-hmm. Focus on the one that is working. Is it Facebook, is it Instagram or is it Twitter? I test it out. The ones that work best, you understand? If you want to like focus on that, focus on what works and double down. Mm-hmm. It's very important. What do we say in social media marketing? It means that we take the budgets of the one that is less performing and we yeah. double the budget of the one that's performing for more reach. Mm-hmm. That is the way it should be. Before we even quickly wrap up, can you just quickly tell us how to contact um you, how to contact those those 3 digitals for people that are listening okay. and they're thinking, okay, how do I get in touch with a professional like you? How do they do that? Okay, yes. Um on Twitter my username is at @johnoladokoko. On Instagram my username is at @johnoladokoko. On Facebook my name is John Oladoko. And you can also shoot me an email at hello at johnoladoko.com. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. You unpacked yeah. it all. <laughs> thank you. It was it was yeah. really wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the privilege and it's a, mm-hmm. so it's it's such a good thing being on this podcast. I really appreciate you for the invite. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, you for thank the honors. Thank, thank you so much. Bye. All right, that was John Olado Kun with us today unpacking those values about how to effectively use the social media space for business growth. He said so much. This is that episode where you want to listen and listen and listen again. 
This is Rita Darabas Podcast. My name is Uzioma Anyoji. And this is me saying to you, Merry Christmas and have a beautiful, beautiful celebration. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye for now.